T7M Radio brings to you the best of seven sports talk with seven Mitchell. All right, good morning, man. Happy, what is it today? Wednesday, December 23rd. You are now rocking with the best. This is the best of seven sports talk. Seven Mitchell in the building, man. Salute to everybody out there in the sports world. Y'all already know the vibes. It's the day after the NBA season opener. You know we got to bust this thing down, give our reactions to some of these games that happened last night, some of the storylines that's coming out of the NBA. So disrespectful early on. I got my brother, my guy from out in Canada. Is you in Toronto, Mumbles? Huh? Yeah, I'm in Toronto. Out in Toronto, man, in the six. I got my guy, Mr. Mumbles, joining me here on the best of seven. Big salute to him. Mumbles, what's popping, bro? Yo, what up? It's Mr. Mumbles. How y'all doing? Yeah. Already. So, yeah, I'm good. Oh, man. We got a couple things to talk about, man. Mainly, you know, last night's game, the Lakers and the Clippers, as well as KD's return to the NBA going up against his old team, the Golden State Warriors. So, salute to everybody. Make sure you guys kick back, relax. If you guys want to call up, the lines are open, 929 Four three six twenty eight sixty six. Let's kick things off, Mumbles. Let's talk about the Clippers spoiling ring night for the L.A. Lakers. Did you get a chance to watch the Clippers-Lakers game last night at all? Um, Not the whole game, but I, you know, of course, watched the highlights and everything and been reading up on, you know, everything that happened and everything and stuff. Like, like it, it the score kind of looked close, but at the end of it, like it was like you'd almost think that the Clippers were really that much better of a team. Like the Lakers didn't just beat them. Like it's a couple things I saw yesterday from this game. First of all, the Clippers have proved to me that they are not a team that can close the door or seal the deal in a big game. Mm-hmm. That's why they lost in the playoffs against Denver, blowing all those leads. And they were wiping the floor with the Lakers in the first half last night. Like, I honestly thought it was over in the first half. They was up by, like, 20. Next thing you know, the the Lakers came back. uh, So what do you you think? Is it like they don't have shut down defense or they just always – put their take their feet off the gas when they're too far ahead. I think that, you know what I mean, defensively when we're talking about talent with the Clippers individually, they got it. They on point with the talent. But it's like those guys, the key pieces, Paul George, it's like and Paul George had a great night last night. I'm not gonna lie, he I think he had 33. But in clutch yeah. moments, in clutch moments mumbles to me, these guys are not consistent. And that's the thing that always have them folding at the end. Like, you know what I mean? The way they play, especially with the Lakers, with this ring ceremony, you know, that happening. And then they got the family involved with the camera. I was expecting the Lakers to come out a little lackluster, but, you know, they beat the Clippers in in their little preseason games last week, even though they don't count. But the Lakers look pretty good. They just did not look well at all. Mark Gasol, Mark Gasol, I'm going to say this now because I'm a Lakers fan. (laughs) Marcus Gasol being added to the Lakers mumbles is will be the biggest mistake that the Lakers 
have done this year, that may determine them not repeating because he didn't score not a point last night. And I'm looking at what Dwight Howard and JaVel McGee brought to us last year to help us get the chip. We can't do this with no Marcus. So I'm sorry. I see it already after game one. Hey, remember, I'm from Toronto. I know all about Mark Gasol. You had him. You had him with the ring, and he really wasn't even ready. That's a fact, Mumbles. I forgot about that. You can do him then because he, he was not doing it for us. Unbelievable, man. Yeah. LeBron, LeBron didn't play that well. LeBron didn't play that well. I think he was uh, 25, 5, and 5. He shot 17, 7 for 17 from the floor. Mm. Yeah, that's it's not horrible, but when you're LeBron, that's the only thing about being a superstar. Because like when you're LeBron, that's not a good game. Right. And any other player you you get in 25, 5 and 5 against a defensive team like the Clippers, you should be able to pat yourself on the back. You're right about that. LeBron can go in there giving up 25, 6 and 7 or 25, 8 and 8. And people look at him like you're off. You're right. That's crazy. Yeah. He'd have to at least get like a he needs LeBron needs at least a double double for people to think that he played, you know? Gotta Damn they almost but... a triple double it seemed like. Um but I don't want to take away nothing from the Clippers. It's the same story from last year. You remember they did the season opener last year and they got up on the yeah. league early. Uh, Paul George, though, he scored 26 of his 33 points last night in the second half. He did his thing. Kawhi Leonard added 26 points um, last night as the Clippers was able to hold off the Lakers, even though the Lakers made that comeback. You know, I'm not surprised that the Lakers lost game one. It's only one game. But like I said, some certain things, though, bro, just kind of make me foresee in the future it being a problem. And Mark Gasol, I'm seeing already is going to be one of them. Uh, uh, so that's the thing because I thought the like yeah you can't really count on the Clippers because I I from I thought the Clippers were going to win it last year I I was like they got it and you know I thought they were better than the Lakers you know I thought they had better leading it and when it counted they just couldn't pull it through. They could not pull it through at all. GX was popping. Salute to everybody in the chat, man. We chopping it up, talking about last night's action between the Lakers and the Clippers. Um, when we talk about the additions of the teams, like Ibaka to the Clippers and uh, Dennis Schroeder to the Lakers and, and these guys, Wesley Matthews, none of these guys yeah. for their new teams really didn't do that great. You know, Montrez Hurl, even though he's played in this building for years, he looked like a stranger out there on the court. Like, you could tell he was nervous. I wasn't really happy with his performance, to be honest. No, but I just feel like, you know, if you play for the Clippers last year and you decide to go across the hall to play for the Lakers because it's an issue, you know, I feel yeah. like you're going to come out. Even if you, even if the ball don't go in the basket, you can't really fix that. But I would have liked to see more intensity, more more grit from Montrez last night. I didn't see that. Like he was just, he just looked real nervous. Like he, like a deer headlights. Well, one of the things is like, it's a lot less time than normal seasons. 
right? Like, right, right. So, um, it's, I think like this is going to be like one of those overall, like one of those seasons where, like, we're not going to really know what's going on until like mid-season or at least a good couple of months in, because you know people are got to learn how to gel again and thing and. The second half, I I think the second half of the season is going to be a lot more important than the first, as long as you don't get too far behind. Got you. You know, especially with the Lakers. LeBron seems to do that, like, you know. Right. So they'll put it on when you you least expect it and just kill teams. I'm I'm just, you know, I'm not really upset at what I seen from my Lakers last night, but, you know, there Not definitely happy. has to be some changes made because, you know, I'm I, that that Marcus Saul thing that really scares me. You know, what I mean, that really does because I, I look at, I honestly feel like without Dwight Howard and JaVel McGee, that the 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 depth that we had last year, and that big man presence, even though it wasn't used all the time, if it wasn't yeah. for them, that was a real key piece in us winning that championship. And Marcus Saul going out. Scoring nothing, Montrez acting like he's just a rookie in the NBA. Like that's too much. That's too much more pressure you're putting on AD and LeBron. To yeah, be- to do everything. Oh, it's crazy. Well, them with Gasol is Gasol the big man that has some amazing, at some very good passing capabilities. So. They they they'll be able to use some they'll be able to use him in some nice give and go type scenarios. His his court vision is really good and stuff. That's that's true. That's true. Were you upset that y'all lost Serge Ibaka as well? Um, I'm not as I'm not upset about this all. I am upset that we lost Ibaka. Okay. You know, like. I I found he gave us a little bit of he he gave us a little bit of grit and toughness that like that's always been a weakness to the Raptors and stuff like that. Like we have talent, but I swear, like the guys they come here and they get soft. Like y'all still look good though. I got I, I really got a lot of respect for Toronto Raptors. Like you know when LeBron was in Cleveland. There was just no shot for the Raptors, but you know I respect the fact that those guys won the chip. Kawhi left, and they still, you know, played their heart out last year. I got a lot of respect for that franchise. Yeah, man. Smoke King in the building. Salute to everybody that's in the live chat. You guys want to call up? Give me y'all thoughts about the game last night between the Lakers and the Clippers. The phone lines are open nine two nine four three six twenty eight sixty six. Seven Mitchell, Mr. Mumbles is in the building. This is the best of seven sports talk, chopping it up, just yeah. talking about a little bit of NBA action. So when we go into projections, I know it's early Mumbles, but let's talk about um, predicting who may win the MVP this year, who may go to the finals, who you think may be a rookie of the year possibility. Like, who do you project mm-hmm. probably being this year's MVP? Honestly, um, this year's um, MVP. I think it's KD. I think he's gonna. I think he's he's gonna come and like 
he rested, he sings, and I don't. I think he's gonna downplay that he has something to prove, but I think he he's got something to prove to remind people, you know, who he is. I think he's gonna kill, and there's not a lot of people that can guard him. KD played pretty well last night in his return to the NBA playing, um, going up against the Warriors. Now, his numbers were similar to LeBron's numbers. I think uh, KD was like 20. He went 25, 5, and 7. Um, they, they, he didn't shoot that real efficient, but he looked really good, you know, coming off of the injury. But I don't want to hear yeah. the narrative. I don't want to hear the narrative today about LeBron played so bad and KD looked so great and they basically put up the same stat sheet. Like, we ain't going to do that today. Yeah, like, I, I, I wouldn't say LeBron didn't – I wouldn't say LeBron played bad. He, like, he didn't play up enough to – His his standards. His standards. His win. expectation. Right. Yeah. But – um. Brooklyn, the Nets, the Warriors last night, man. Kyrie led the way as the uh, Brooklyn Nets, man. They dominated the Warriors from start to finish, man. That was that was terrible. That was ugly. Like, it's a lot. Uh, you know, uh, what's his name is out for the Clay. Um, yeah, um, and stuff, and um, uh, what's he called? Curry just came, you know, he just came back and stuff, so he might not be on point to where he's going to be. So I expect, I hope and expect some improvement from his numbers. It's over, Mumbles. It's over for the Warriors. That that moment for Golden State, it's a wrap. I've been I've been explaining this to some of my guys in the offseason. They're sitting there trying to tell me how relevant Golden State was going to be because Steph was back, Clay was back, they got Andrew Wiggins, this, that, and the third, blah, blah, blah. I'm not <laughs> trying to hear it. Clay is now gone. Draymond is a shell of himself. Steph Curry is not the type of guy that's going to be able to carry a team deep into a playoff run, especially deep into the playoffs. Without KD. This thing will not happen. They need Giannis. And now that Giannis has signed the extension in Milwaukee, it's over for Golden State as far as that uh, golden age. That's a done deal. Yeah. Like, there's no – they needed at least uh, – you know, at least play back, at least have your original things back to have a chance. Like, they don't have the – they don't have the team, the manpower that to expect to be able to do it. Like, you know, and then I, and then, and then how attractive is that going to be for other free agents? That's going to want to come to golden state and play. Like who's going to want to go play there unless it's all about the money. Mm-hmm. Cause you got Portland getting better. You got Denver getting better. You got both teams in LA, you know, you got Utah Phoenix is getting better. Like there's a, there's a lot of teams in the West you know, that's holding it down. You know what I'm saying? So I think that moment for Golden State is over. Steph is still going to be Steph Curry. You know what I'm saying? When Clay comes back, they'll still be a playoff team once they're able to gel, get it together, and remain healthy. But as far yeah. as getting, like, to the finals and all that, no way. That's a that's a wrap. As long as Kawhi and, and Paul George is in L.A. 
and and LeBron and AD is in LA, it's over for Golden State. Yeah, I don't like. I don't even think that they're like top. It's not even like those are the only two that they have to worry about. Like I think Golden State now is just like a regular team in the West. That's a fact. You know, that's they, a fact. Yeah, you know, like. I don't know what the Rockets are going to do, but just right now on paper, they got Harden, they got Boogie Cousins, they got John Wall. The Houston Rockets are not to be played with. Mm-hmm. So what happened know. to Wiggins? Supposed to be better. Andrew Wiggins? Yeah, man. You know, I don't know, man. Like, he coming out of Cleveland, LeBron did. I think that set the tone when LeBron really didn't want to play with him. You know what I mean? That 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 kind of set a weird tone. And then he went to Minnesota, you know, and Jimmy Butler, you know, publicly talking about him and 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 the cat as far as their work ethic. So Andrew Wiggins just always had an issue. His back has always been against the wall. He's a good player, but yeah. overrated to me. Kyrie had twenty six last night, ten for sixteen. Steph had twenty. Yeah. Steph had 20 points last night, seven for 21. Um, he also had 10 assists, played 30 minutes last night. Like you can see, we can definitely expect Steph to play high minutes all year, but it's really not yeah. going to matter. Yeah. Like he would have to eat literally to even make him, to even make it possible for his team to be looked at as um, one of the competitors. He would have to be MVP staff. Absolutely. Like some incredible numbers. Brick Street Sprite is in the building. He say that the the Warriors dynasty is through. They're in the middle of the pack now. That's a fact. And that's just in the West. That's just in the West. Like we got to put respect on the East as far as, you know, Miami, Philly, Milwaukee, Boston, like those guys are – People say the Eastern Conference is the weakest out of the two conferences, but those guys will definitely make you fight. Exactly. And Brooklyn right now, like, like, like if the, if, if Brooklyn can play up to the level, like if the, the level, the players can play up to their top level. Right. They're like, they're gonna be disgusting. Like they're like out of as a Raptor fan, I don't even want us to play them. Like, <laughs> like But let me ask you this though, Mumbles. Do they like listen and, and given they're gonna remain healthy, given that Kyrie remain healthy, given that KD remains healthy, DeAndre Jordan, what have you, with with um a new coach like Steve Nash who has no coaching experience. Does that team with that type of talent, do they really need a coach with experience? Like, could they still do something big time with a first-year coach like Steve Nash? Are they that type of squad? Um, yes, if, um, because he seems to, um, like, because he's a player as well, um, even though he's a first-year coach, he, he can relate to them in a certain way, and he's a winner as well. So, you know, you have to at least respect, you know, 
his gangster. Like he's a winner. He's won so well. So right. it all depends on with his coaching, you know, thing as long as he makes the right decisions, like you know, like he doesn't make if you can do some bad matchups, keep somebody on or take somebody off at the wrong time, right. do whatever. As long as he doesn't make too many bad coaching decisions, decisions it'll be good to go. They'll be able to carry yeah. him. Okay. And plus you got to think about it too. And you made a great point, Mr. Mumbles. Not only did Steve Nash, you know, was a great player, he played the point guard position. The point guard basically is a floor general, an extension of the head coach. So his vision is different from a lot of players anyway. So, you know, I think it will definitely work. They just going to have to stay, they're going to have to stay healthy. And, you know, we can't see these little selfish things. Like, you know, how Kyrie get his little moments, but. Yeah. But I don't know, because the way Durant was talking about, he doesn't need to prove, because I think in the interview that he doesn't need to prove that he's like a top three player or anything. That's not his goal. Right. Um, I think, like, I don't think Durant's going to try to fight. Like, Durant's not going to try to fight Kyrie on whose team it is. As long as it, like, I'm hoping that Durant has that mentality of, you know what? As long as we win, it can be anybody's team, you know? But, like, but, 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 gonna... but, KD, this is interesting that you brought that up, Mumbles, because KD tried that twice. KD tried that twice. The first time it didn't work. Because, mind you, he didn't mm-hmm. want to defer to Russell Westbrook in OKC. He was willing to defer to, to Russell Westbrook. But Russell was doing too much. Russell wouldn't defer back, and it didn't work. Now, when he went to Golden State, he didn't go into Golden State feeling like, I need to be the MVP or the man. He was willing to defer to Steph and them, and it worked in Golden State. So yeah. how long do you think that that's going to work if KD say, okay, Kyrie, I, you know, I'm not really pressed to be the number one. You know, this is can be 1A, 1B thing. But if they're not winning the actual championship, how long do you think that's going that type of relationship going to last? Uh, like, it is, like it's not going to last if they don't win. Like I think, like Durant will not push and not fight as long like I have, like how this game was. As long as they're winning, he's gonna he's good with he'll go with the flow. I think if you like, if all of a sudden they start going on a losing streak or whatever, mm-hmm. I think he might try to take back yeah. over and be like, okay, let's you know do it a different way. Before we get off of the That's- topic of the Brooklyn Nets, what do you think if they don't win the championship mumbles this year? What's what's the highest level that they could go in your opinion that you would still feel like they had a successful season? Do they have to at least make the finals? I think they have to at least make the Eastern Conference Finals. At least make the Eastern Conference Finals. At least, like, so, like, if there's the Eastern Conference Finals and they lose, like, game six or game seven and it's close, maybe that's the lowest. Okay. But I, like, Anything lower, like, because anything lower than that is a fail for them. They're too talented to, you can't go out the first round. You cannot. <laughs> gotcha. You know, so. 
let's take some calls real quick. I think we got the shooter in the building. Shooter was popping, bro. You got to unmute yourself. Yes, sir. What's popping, shooter? What's the word? What's the word? Oh, you already know the vibes, man. You see them games last night? Yeah, I seen it. Man, what, what's your thoughts, man, on our KD return, you know, to the team and facing Golden State? Because they watched the Warriors to me. See, this is what people don't know. Like, Brooklyn is going to have a problem with. They have no big men. Mm. And this is Kevin Durant's first time in his career being a leader of a team. Yeah, because Kyrie, no... Kyrie ain't that. Kyrie is not that. Kyrie is not that. We're not going to play that game. Kyrie ain't no leader. And they have no veteran leadership on that team. All people have to do is seal the three-point line, and Brooklyn is going to end up losing. Mm. Think these guys can even stay healthy this year? Yeah. Because they play that I... they play that seven seconds or less offense, and that offense is just catch and shoot. Right. And KD doesn't really base like I'm not saying he's not athletic, but his skill set ain't really based off based off of athleticism. No, he's he's basically a skilled shooter, so he don't have to do too. His body don't have to take that much wear and tear. Right, and his wingspan is so high he can just shoot over anybody. So there's no need for him to do all that. In order for them to win a championship, they have to get a big man and they have to get a veteran leader. You're not. They have no voice in that locker room. You're not sold on oh, DeAndre he, Jordan? He's dirt. Wow. He looked pretty decent. Well, I don't know what was up. Golden State just just had, didn't have a chance. I don't really want to measure how good Brooklyn is in comparison uh, to what I saw last night because Golden State just was terrible. Like, they don't have a chance. When they play Miami and they play um Milwaukee, that's where we're going to see how good Brooklyn is. Okay, okay. Now, I asked Mr. Mumbles right before you got on – um, when it comes to Brooklyn, like if they are healthy this year and if they don't win the championship, what's the um, next step that you that they could do to for you to feel like um, they had a successful year this year if they don't win the championship? Mumble said they so got to at least go to the Eastern Conference Finals, game six or game seven. And if they lose, it's still got to be a close series. Yeah, for me, they got to go to – I feel like they're going to go to the um, finals. But they have to get to the finals or at least get close to getting out of the East. They got to at least go to the Eastern Conference Finals and go to, like, game six. They got to. Or go to the finals and just lose in six games. One of the two. So, fellas, we're setting the tone right now here on the best of seven. The, the, the Brooklyn Nets in their first year together, Kyrie, Steve Nash, KD – if they do not make the Eastern Conference Finals at least, it's an automatic failure off the top, even in the first year. That's what we're saying. Automatic. Because Kevin Durant don't need Tom. He's one of the best scorers we have in the league. He don't need Tom to jail. He just got to go out there and be Kevin Durant. What about LeBron and, 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 and AD, the Clippers and the Lakers, man? You see the Clippers spoil ring night for the, for the Lakers. What was your thoughts on that if you saw that game? We're not about to talk about this tainted championship LeBron James got to pass his legacy. We're not going to do it. We're not going to do it. What? The hardest championship yeah. ever, man. The hardest ring to win ever. Stop it. First off, we're not even going to talk about how when the bubble was about to get canceled, the Clippers and Lakers were two of the teams that said, we don't even want to play no more. That's true. Teams, teams didn't even want to play no more. 
So of course he was going to win that race. Wait a minute. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. There was other teams that played, and them guys got disciplined. You got Lou Williams going to the strip club. You got the guy from Houston having the chick in his room. Guys wasn't focused. Guys wasn't disciplined. Guys did not show that championship pedigree. LeBron knew what because they nobody wanted to be there. Yeah, I mean, I get it, but you, but but you're there, and you're stuck in the bubble. So why not win it? Because that championship meant nothing. They shouldn't even been out there playing. Oh, that is ridiculous. Mumbles, what you think about that? Is, do we put an asterisk on the Lakers championship? Well, I do because everybody tries to put an asterisk on the Toronto Raptors championship. So, Oh, really? Wait a minute. Yeah. So what, 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 wait a minute. What's, how do people disrespect Toronto's championship? No. Oh, that doesn't count. You only won because so-and-so was injured and things like that. Now we're trying to downplay Toronto. Ah. So, wait Toronto a ring. Wait, wait. <laughs> Toronto ring was the same thing as Detroit Pistons ring. That's not no Astros. That was just the I, right team winning at the right time. It, it, people get injured. That's what, you know, like, it's because people hate them. Because we're, we're not from the state, so they got to try to knock it down, but. I don't but, make, but you are, but Mumbles, we, we, you are, well, wait a minute. Maybe you're not. Maybe you need to be drug tested. You are clear that if KD and Clay was healthy in that series, y'all wouldn't have won. You can't say that. Oh, remember, my God. You cannot say that. Remember <laughs> when, wait, wait, wait. Remember when the Spurs was playing the Warriors and Kawhi was whooping they ass yes. and Zaza stepped on his ankle, bro. Yes, 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 yes. That's true. And, and and that was a, if I'm not mistaken, they had KD. The Warriors had KD, right? Mm-hmm. That was his first year with the team. Okay. I think. Okay. I might yeah. be wrong, though. Here's what here's what I will say. We don't know what will happen in the thing, but the Warriors were not able to beat the Raptors at all that season. Raptors had their number the whole season. Killer Chef is in the building. Salute Killer Chef. He said Toronto has no asterisks on that championship. He respects the championship. I don't have, I got a big problem with y'all putting the asterisk on this Lakers chip unless you're telling me that that was the hardest championship to win. Anybody who won the championship last year, it would have been an asterisk on it. If the Clippers won, it was an asterisk. It don't matter who won last year. I respect you saying that much because a lot of other people don't even go there. They only doing it because I feel like they only doing it because LeBron won. So I respect you, Shooter, for keeping it a buck. But that is ridiculous. That is ridiculous for you to say that. Why? Why? Same amount of games. There was no traveling. So it was all about basketball. There was no fans so you could stay focused. We got some good basketball play in the bubble. Nah, the, that but we yo we know they was not supposed to be playing, bro. They forced that so the NBA wouldn't lose money and keep their sponsors. They should have never been playing in that bubble, bro. So you think they should have they should have never restarted the season? They should have never restarted the season, and if they really had a plan, just start this one early. Like, bro, nobody like yo, bro. Everybody worried about their families and all that. We we fighting the government because we know the government did that, but that's a story for another day. But talk, we talk. fighting the whole pandemic. <laughs> Ain't nobody care about no basketball. Nobody want to see LeBron buy another championship. He buys all his championships. <laughs> my Let's say God. That. Oh, my God. We're kicking off the new season already, man. Lord, have mercy. Jesus Christ. We're not going to disrespect the king, man. Four-time champion. 
okay, so we're not going to talk about how dang near everybody on his team is represented by the same agent, and that agent is his best friend? Okay, they cheating. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Mm. Oh, wow. He talking to Dave yeah, Mumbles. LeBron just, you know? I don't know why. Why, why they, why they want to hate on Rich Paul? I don't get it. Why hate on Rich Paul? Because Rich Paul is really LeBron. LeBron is really pulling strings to get certain people traded. That's why they are represented by Rich Paul. Are is we not going to talk about are we not going to talk about how these are still, it ain't like these are not opportunities that are changing these players' lives. These are the best opportunities for these guys financially for their livelihood. So it ain't like LeBron and Rich Paul and them is jerking these guys out of money and deals. Oh, wait. So we didn't hear what happened to the Morris brother last year. When yeah, they- I heard about that crybaby. And, and I think some, who left this year? Someone left Rich Paul just like a week ago, like a couple of days ago. Mitchell Someone, Robinson from the Knicks because he felt the same way that um, Morris felt. It was Mitchell Robinson. I thought it was someone, I thought it was someone that was a little more popular than that. I forgot. They, you, a lot of people are leaving him because they said he hides certain contracts from certain teams and he acts like they never offered you a deal. What is that? That's tampering. That's cheating. And that's how LeBron gets his rings. Wow. <laughs> wow. Mumbles, what you think about that? Because he's he taking me there now. He 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 taking me there. Uh, honestly, because I, I really didn't even know uh about like how deep the agent thing went. So it could be because in all honesty, if you have LeBron as your agent, as long as you keep him happy. Regardless of what happens, the rest of the moment you keep him happy, you're good for a while. Forever, know? forever in a day, you're good for forever in a day as long as you if you got LeBron James happy, man, straight up and down. You can sacrifice everybody else. So obviously, the which is the problem when you have you know an agent that got a couple of the LeBron's gonna take precedent. What what's best for LeBron is gonna be the first thing on his mind, right? And then fix everybody else in. So if LeBron's like, "Yo, that player that you're managing, I need to," you know, I'm pretty sure he'll do whatever he can to get the guy there. You know, I respect that. I respect that. Before we get out of here on the best of seven, man, um, I want to talk about one more thing. Uh, Mr. Mumbles and I had kind of got into it a little bit. Um, I want to talk uh, and kind of give projections about who's going to win some of these awards next year or this year in the NBA. Um, if you guys are on Facebook, make sure y'all uh, join the Best of Seven Sports Talk uh, debate group on Facebook. We'll be chopping it up, talking a little bit of sports in there. Um, Shooter, I'm looking at your list of people who you got for MVP, Rookie of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, who you think will make it the finals and the Coach of the Year. A lot of y'all are saying in this comments that Luca is going to be the MVP this year. Why is why Luca over everybody? Luca Doncic, yeah, because the the way he's he trans the first off the way he's translating to the American game, he he got it because he's been playing since he's fifteen, so he's already a veteran. Even though he's he's not even like twenty five, he's mad young, and he should have actually been in more consideration last year because his impact, you take him off the Mavericks, the Mavericks are not even a playoff team. They they in the lottery. And most valuable players, who's the most valuable to their team? 
it got to go to him. His skill set, what he does on the court, how he helps the team. It's about time they give it to him. Stop giving it to the Greek freak so y'all can make him the next LeBron because yeah, it's not working. Yeah, I'm, I'm tired of that. That That is what I'm tired of. It's like they already preset giving Giannis the MVP, but they, they it seemed like they're doing that to Luka as well. How does Luka deserve MVP conversations in the West when we got LeBron Dude. and AD there? I don't see that, man. I don't. Okay, you t- look, look, look. You take off LeBron from the Lakers right now, right? That Lakers team is a playoff team. You take Luka off the Mavericks right now, they're like 15th in the West. No way! With Porzingis, a healthy Porzingis? No way. They're still a playoff team, I believe. First off, we're not going to talk about that traitor who left the Knicks because he's a coward. He can't deal with New York. Let's go. Let's go. I forgot shooting don't play with the Knicks. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We don't want the for so many years here on the best of seven mumbles when it comes to the Knicks, man. Oh, my God. We're not going to talk about he's a traitor, and he doesn't have – like, his knees are gone. He, he ain't even been in the league that long, and his knees are done. He cannot lead a team. We already witnessed this with the Knicks. Okay, so you got Luka as the MVP. Mumbles, who did you say you project to be the MVP this year? KD. KD. You got KD. I got – and I'm just being biased, but, of course, I'm, I'm going with LeBron. I'm going with LeBron mm-hmm. to be the MVP this year. Um. What about rookie of the year? You got Anthony got Edwards mm-hmm. over Lamelo. Uh, see, see me with Lamelo. I feel like Lamelo good, but he's gonna be hyped because you know who his father is. So they're gonna like overanalyze everything he does. Like the minute he has like a twelve assist game, he's gonna be all over ESPN. Like Lamelo had twelve assists in the NBA. Anthony Edwards is gonna have a better stat line. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I don't think like I really don't think like uh, Lamelo is going to um, really push it. Edwards or what's the, what's that? What, what's the, Wiseman. Uh, Wise, Wiseman is going to get a lot of bump in Golden State. He's going to get a lot of time in Golden State. I'll say that. I was in like you know, he's, that that's what's going to get him his push that he's going to have. The opportunity, mm-hmm. he'll have the time, the thing he just has to produce. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, what about coach of the year? I had Steve Nash. If everything seemed to go well, shooter, you had Steve Nash as well, projected to be and coach of the year. What about you? They love Steve Nash. So if there's any way they can give him that title, they're going to give him that title. They love giving Steve Nash awards. Now, J.O. J.O. got Ty Lue, and I started to put Ty Lue down as my candidate, but I, I, I took it back because I didn't think that Ty Lue, even if the Clippers was the number one seed, people would probably say it still was Doc Rip, just the same team from last year. What did Ty Lue do? Like, I don't know how Ty Lue could get the coach of the year in, in L.A. this year. I think that team is going to fall apart. I'm not sold on the Clippers. I told Mumbles at the start of the show, after watching them in Denver and, and after watching them allowing the Lakers to get back into last night's game, it's proven to me that those guys don't have that consistent clutch gene. Like Paul George, he was explosive in the second half, but they should have not allowed the Lakers to come back last night. I'm going to keep it real. No, Kawhi Leonard has the clutch gene, but you know what it is? 
Kawhi Leonard is letting the wrong people speak for him, and he's starting to you see his like behavior. He's starting to get a little bit ahead of himself because when he was in the, when he was with the Spurs in Toronto, he was wild, humble, and he was just a, a assassin on the court. Now he's starting to let being in Hollywood get to him, so he's getting a little bit like a little Hollywood. Yeah. Put yeah. put him you know, on another yeah. team, and you're gonna see the real Kawhi Leonard. That team gonna fall apart. And then he's going to leave. He already said that he's not signing the player option. Right. Did you, expect, did, he, did you expect him to leave y'all mumbles? Did I expect? No. Because I, 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 when the trade happened, I did. I said the only way we can keep Kawhi is if we win the championship. Okay. We won the championship and you still left. Right. And, like, and, and, and and not only that, y'all gave him the keys to the to the country. Like he had everything. Like I will let you know, like if Kawhi stayed, like Kawhi had power Kawhi could have walked around Toronto and just picked a random woman if she was married, the husband would have been okay, you're Kawhi. Like there was damn. nothing he could have walked. He he would have ran the city. It would have been him and Drake running the city. Wow. First off, that don't sound too appealing because nobody <laughs> in America really wants to run the city with Drake. Nobody. Yo, it's a lot of pretty women out there, man. You know, they be getting it in, man. You got to think about it this. Compared to Toronto to L.A., I'm going to L.A. Going yeah. to L.A. That, I, I knew it would be hard to keep him, but I'm like, I, I was like, okay, we just won the championship and our team is still intact. So I knew if he stayed, like we could have we could have squeezed through and had our own little Toronto like dynasty like that. So I was like, oh my gosh, we won and stuff, but see, see this is what I mean. This is what I mean with you Raptor fans. The Raptor fans are getting out here. Y'all didn't even have a dynasty with a young T Mac and Vince Carter. Y'all was not having no dynasty with Kawhi Leonard. I, I, when I said a little dynasty, I mean we could have we could have won again if he stayed. That's the, like you know if you win more than once nowadays, it's a big deal, especially for Toronto. And they looked well, even when without, without Kawhi. Yeah, that really but surprised I me. I don't think Pascal. Hopefully, he's up. I I don't think last year. Pascal was ready to run it. He's amazing when Kawhi was the number one, you know, and he shocked everybody better than he expected. Then last year, everybody knew how good he was. Right. So they were prepared, and he wasn't prepared to overcome that yet. Did Kawhi go to the wrong L.A. team? No. So he made the right move going to the Clippers. Yeah. You know, you want to know why? If he would have went with LeBron, right? Right. Everything in his legacy would have got tailed to LeBron. Like, oh my God, LeBron took Kawhi to the next level. LeBron got Kawhi looking. And it's like, yo, bro, stop disrespecting me, putting my name against it. Like, I'm my own man. Like, if we really look at it, right? Right. LeBron always goes to teams and gets people that are dogs traded to the team. And it makes LeBron look good. Because we know the finals MVP last year was supposed to be Anthony Davis. 
Well, Rajon played a, a big, huge, gritty role in the finals. You know, Rondo was was real big too. But you know, I like that. I I disagree. LeBron was the MVP, but we could have the argument. I I you know I will say that. Why do you hate LeBron so much, shooter? Yo, you just <laughs> why do I hate LeBron? That that's going to be a lengthy conversation because it don't have nothing to do with him on the court. I feel like he's a coward as a man. Like oh, I don't, what I don't respect oh, him as a man. Uh, we gonna have to have this conversation, man, because the I Promise School, Space Jams. What is? I mean, he's never been arrested. He's never been in the news for any crime. Like, what was wrong with LeBron off the court? I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you, like briefly, why I don't respect him as a man. All right, think about it this way. You go to L.A., you make your number 23, right? Kobe was 24. Like, why do you care so much about being tagged against the next man's legacy, bro? You look like a nut hugger, bro. That looks mad pathetic. Yo, I'm going to go to the Lakers so my name could be with Kobe. He's better than Kobe, though. Why would he need to have his name attached to Kobe? He's better than Kobe. What are you talking He's about? better than who? Kobe. Brian. Yeah, not, not Kobe Bryant. That wore A in 24. Oh, no. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. Y'all going to sit here and tell me right now, live on air, the best of seven, that Kobe Bryant, number eight or number 24, is better than LeBron James? Yeah. He is not. He is oh. not. Um, LeBron has too many. The only thing that Kobe has over LeBron, and it's both Kobe and Jordan have it, and it's literally what LeBron is missing is that they have that killer instinct. They have that killer instinct that, oh, my gosh, put the game on my back. Let's go. Let's, you, LeBron doesn't have that. But you know what, Mumbles? And I've, I've heard that over the years. I don't understand why killer instinct has to be defined by the person who wants to shoot the ball. It doesn't. It doesn't. No, 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 no. But, it's, it but it seems like it. It seems like it does because shooter. We done seen plenty of times where LeBron seems to have played hard, make the right play, and at the end of the play, he'll kick it to Kyle Kuzma or he'll kick it to Kevin Love. And if they miss the shot, they'll blame the LeBron on why didn't you shoot it? Why didn't you take it to the basket? You had a mismatch, but yet we we passed it to a wide open person, but that's the wrong play. But it just all right. It's wait, wait. It's not the fact that he doesn't shoot in clutch moments. It's the fact that he defers in, in clutch moments. Like, he, like, all right, if you're not going to shoot the ball in a clutch moment, LeBron, don't even touch the ball. Don't touch the ball. He'll wait till he got, like, the best chance to, like, win the game and then at the last second throw it away because he can't handle the pressure of it being on him. I want to argue I, that so bad, but it's hard to because in the playoffs last year when AD hit that shot versus Denver, I think, the three, at the buzzer Kobe. in the playoffs, Rondo inbounds that pass. It was originally full of LeBron, but LeBron didn't go to the ball, so LeBron never even touched the basketball that play. So, And that's why Killer Instinct matters. You are LeBron James, the GOAT. You are this magnificent person that everybody thinks is the next heir to Jordan, right? But when the game is on the line, you're like, man, I traded for these people. They got to do what they got to do. What? I don't yeah, even like, trust him because he, he doesn't even know his hairline is leaving. Like, I can't trust people who don't know their hairline is not real right. <laughs> like, he, he treats everybody, and it, it sounds good, like, we're all equal, we're all a team, we're going to do it together. But you don't, that's not how, you don't get paid that way. You get paid your rate because you're LeBron, like, 
Like, I remember a game of Jordan, what's it called? And they were down by, like, 10 points or something. Mm-hmm. And Jordan, was, Jordan literally told everybody, just give me the ball. I'm not losing this game. And he, that's the game where he, he yelled at Pippen for shooting the ball. <laughs> Pippen scored a three. And on the way back, uh-huh. Jordan is yelling at him. I said, I, I thought I told you to give me the ball. Right. He didn't flush anybody with the ball. They won. They did. Y'all not even bringing up the fact that when Kobe scored 81, they was losing to the Raptors. What he about, not only won the game. What he not only it, won the game, he made sure it was impactful. But that was a that was a regular season game. Let's talk playoffs when they count the most. Let's not let's go back to Chicago and Miami. Let's go to Chicago and Miami when or was it Chicago? I think it was Miami. When LeBron went where um David Blatch was trying to get somebody else from Cleveland to um shoot the basketball to end the game. And and um LeBron said, Hell no, I'm taking the last shot and hit that three at the buzzer. In 2015 against the Bulls, like LeBron got that clutch gene too. I don't no, understand don't. if if shooter explain this to me. Explain this to me because you said this. I'm just confused. You said he deferred. It's not that he doesn't shoot. It's that he defers. But mm-hmm. if the person is wide open, how do you get a better shot than that? You want to know why? Now look at it like this, right? LeBron. It's like 6'10". He's damn near 300 pounds. Right. If you know it's a bad shot, force the contact, and you could just go through the free throw line. You know they're going to call it. A, a, 70 so, per, a 70% free throw shooter. Keep that in mind. Because that's another thing y'all get on LeBron about, his free throw shooting. If you so, if he's so great and he's so clutch, make it, make it when it counts. If he got a bad shot, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say LeBron get the ball last five seconds. He guarded by two people. Force the contact, go to the line, and win the game. If we he's go, damn near three hundred pounds, ain't nobody built like him. If we go back to twenty seventeen, I think in the finals versus Golden State, I, I think was I think it was I think it was twenty seventeen. He had Steph he had Steph Curry on him, and he was driving. He kicked it out to Corver, and Corver missed the shot. So Mumbles, what's a better shot, Mumbles, to you? Because LeBron is bigger than Steph. LeBron driving on Steph with him on him, possible contact, or a wide open Kyle Corver from three. What's the best shot? If it's a lot, that's probably probably a better shot, but the winning and the losing are on, like, they're, they're on your back. Like, Winning in whatever team LeBron's on, you win or you lose, you're going to be taking the blame for it. So you might as well take the shot. If you could, like, no one's going to really remember to blame Corver after a couple of, you know? As you see, they'll remember that LeBron passed it, not that the Corver missed it. So know the game is on your back. Do you really not want the ball in your hand? I'm in the live chat. Killer Chef says LeBron isn't wired to be clutch in pressure moments as with Michael or Kobe. It's give me the ball and get the hell out the way. I mean, that defines, that's that's what defines clutch to y'all. I don't, 
That's selfishness to me. Who wants to no, play no, no. with... You, yo, clutch behavior defines greatness. True. When the whole world is watching you and it's on your back to win or lose, if you take that shot and you take us to the promised land, you are clutch with equals greatness. So what's the excuse for LeBron James having more buzzer beaters in the playoffs than both Kobe and Michael Jordan and LeBron having a better three-point percentage in the playoffs than Kobe and Jordan. All those are empty stats if it doesn't happen when it matters. No, but that's why LeBron needs to do it. Because put it this way, that that last-second shot is very it, – it, it, it's better to be in LeBron's hand than it was in Kobe's hand. It, because LeBron's going to hit the shot. But it's he passes it a, a lot more than what he needs to. He trusts his players too much. I just you know if I'm going to be paying you that much money, if you're you know you're going to be the man, you get the movie roles. You know, no one's offering Kyle Corver a movie role. You know, like you got. But if Kyle Corver hits the shot, if Kyle because when Kevin Love hit the shot. No one really talked down on LeBron. When Kyle yeah. Korver missed the shot, it was LeBron. Why didn't you take it? You had a mismatch on Steph, and you was making you was making buckets all night. But- all right, look, look. I'm gonna use your own stats against you and show you why he's a coward, right? Okay. So you said he has a higher three point percentage and more buzzer beaters in the playoffs than the- Kobe and LeBron, right? And and but yet and right, but Kobe and Kobe and Joe, my bad, but. When it matters the most and you're on that final stage, you defer. If you're better equipped at these moments than these greats, why not show me why your stats are better than them? This is why I say people count these empty stats. Let's go back. Let's go back. Because you talked about LeBron. It works if LeBron don't touch the basketball. Remember the championship. What was it? Uh, The third championship for the for the for the. for the Bulls, Jordan, when Paxson hit the shot, yeah, Jordan wasn't in that equation at all when Grant passed the ball to Paxson. Jordan wasn't in that wasn't in there when Steve Kerr hit the three. Jordan wasn't a part of that. He said in the he said on the sidelines on the bench, Steve, you're gonna get the ball. But these niggas had help. When Kobe won his first three championships in LA. Shaq was the MVP all three of those finals. So them niggas, I mean. One or two of those finals. Wait, 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 wait. So we're not going to sit here and talk about the fact that Kobe won one of his championships with one of the worst teams ever. Which one? My man, they they had Smush Parker, Sasha <laughs> Vujicic, DJ and Bangout, Trevor Ariza, um, wait a minute. Luke who did, Walton. Who did they play what? Who did they play though? They played Boston, the Boston, a big they, three. No, they no. They, one they was the Magic and one was Boston. Right. The the, the 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 worst one was the Orlando. So they played sorry Orlando, who wasn't even supposed to be that. It was supposed to be Kobe and LeBron in two thousand nine, so LeBron could have beat the shit out of Kobe in the final. Wait, wait, wait. So you said sorry Orlando, but Orlando was the team that beat LeBron. Yeah, oh, they, it wasn't they, so they, sorry. Then they, they beat the great one. But, but that was terrible. That was terrible. I don't know how Cleveland lost that. You know what I mean? But. LeBron didn't have no team then. 
You can't say LeBron ain't had no team because Kobe went against that same Magic team and won a ring with DJ and Bengal as the backup yeah, center. Who the fuck is that? I, I respect that. But you got Paul Gasol. You got Andrew Bynum. Andrew LeBron, Bynum was 18. You can't get 18 at that but, point. But, but, Andrew but he was, he was 18. But he was projected like the number two, number three biggest, the best big man behind Dwight Howard. That was the talk around that time was him and Dwight Howard being the best big man. He was an 18-year-old unproven center, and what he was doing was the first time people were seeing him. He was 18. He was a boy in a man's game. You cannot put great status on him yet. I, I just don't feel like we're putting enough respect on LeBron's name. As usual, though, this is, this is, this is what we do here, it seems like. so. I don't respect nobody that paints on their hairline. I just can't do it. <laughs> LeBron's the man of his ring. Any team right now, any, you could put LeBron on any team, and they're, the moment he gets on that team, they're, they're a threat to the championship. Got it. That's power. And yeah. Don't say that. That's a lie. That's a lie. Because when he first got to the Lakers, that team was awful. Wait a minute. That's a lie. That's a lie. Because before he got hurt when he came to the Lakers, they was in fourth place. <laughs> hurt for how long? They was in fourth place um, um, shooter before he got hurt. And before that, the Lakers didn't make the playoffs in like five years. So we ain't going to Wait, wait, that. wait. So you mean the fake injury when he was like, oh, man, my groin. <laughs> oh, you mean, oh, my groin. That, he wasn't injured. He knew that team couldn't handle the wherewithal of the whole season. They was in fourth right there. Was they was going to be in tenth later on. So he's like, oh, my groin, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the most disrespectful shit. We have out of here, man. It's the best of seven sports talk. Salute to y'all. Make sure y'all like, comment, and subscribe. We about to get up out of here. Salute to my brother, the shooter. Salute to my brother, Mr. Mumbles, man. We definitely going to be back at you guys.